Hello, everyone. Welcome to AFP Fundraising Day Toronto's preview podcast. I'm your host today, Jennifer Robbins. Fundraising Day is Canada's largest one-day conference for fundraisers. And this year's Fundraising Day is all about IDEA, inclusion, diversity, equity, and access. Today's special guest is Dane Bland. Dane is a nonprofit leader with over eight years of experience in the charitable and nonprofit sector. He's an LGBTQI plus rights advocate and the director of development and communications for Rainbow Road. He also sits on the board of AFP Toronto and AFP Canada. This year at Fundraising Day, Dane will be presenting The Pink Wash Problem, how to integrate activism, diversity and inclusion into your fundraising. Dane, we are so thrilled to have you here today. Thank you. So with this being said, um, as I've already mentioned, this year's theme is ideas for change. So can you tell us how your session fits this theme? Well, Jennifer, I'm so grateful to be joining you. Thank you for having me. For those of you who are listening or watching, um, literally two minutes before we started recording this podcast, my building decided to do fire alarm testing. So if you hear a gentleman announcing that they're doing testing in the background, just let's welcome him as well as a special guest. I don't know who he is, but he's been he's just going to join us at some point for this conversation. So please bear with us. Um, and, and, and thanks for understanding working from home, right? Like, see, there he is. We all... <laughs> This is the world in which we all live. So uh, with appreciation uh, for for your patience as you're listening in. Um, So this is a session that I've kind of dreamed up over the last year or so of working with Rainbow Railroad. Um, And pinkwashing is a very specific, so so maybe some context on what that is. Pinkwashing is the classic, you know, if you think of what pinkwashing means, you know how on June 1st, every single Facebook profile picture for all of your favorite corporate brands magically turn into rainbows to celebrate pride. And then the second that 12 a.m. on July 1st hits, they all go back to normal. And it's like, great, we solved queer issues forever and ever. We don't need to talk about it again until June 1st of next year. Well, of course, that's not true. Um, and so that is that is sort of known as pinkwashing, which is where um, the organization pretends to care about pride or pretends to care about LGBTQI plus issues just for a small section of the year, when in fact, these are important and, and, and uh, relevant issues for the rest of the year. LGBTQI plus people experience systemic discrimination, barriers to access. Um, around the world, LGBT, this is what Rainbow Railroad does around the world, LGBTQI plus people face danger or even threats to their very existence just for living their truth. And that happens 365. But like Rainbow Railroad, there are a number of different organizations who deal with social causes that either have like bouts of awareness, thinking of, for example, January being mental health month. Well, mental health is an issue for people who are experiencing mental health challenges, 365, 24 hours a day. Um, and so at the, while all of these little great, fantastic corporate moments are centered around these kinds of days of, or, or moments of, of activism and advocacy, they're important year round. And so what I'm hoping to talk about in this session is how, when, especially when engaging corporate partners, foundation partners, or major philanthropists, you can make it okay and constructive and in fact a value add to discuss what it means to be a positive force for change in the world that goes slightly beyond just a philanthropic investment. And how can fundraisers actually use that to inspire deeper, more strategic partnerships with funders that that don't just engage them philanthropically with dollars, but engage their employees, 
engage them in learning, and make them more responsible or better mission-focused partners beyond just sort of the scope of, okay, well, we're going to do this because it's going to get us a lot of news attention. That's, that's fantastic. It sounds like your session is also going to give a lot of tools for more than just one conversation, like multi, multi-levels of conversation. I think it's a, a great segue even to the second question I have here. So fundraising day this year happens to fall on the second anniversary of George Floyd's murder. There was a lot of movement in the sector. You know, a, lot of, uh, a lot of things happened. Um, from, from your point of view, how else can we disrupt philanthropy? Yeah, I mean, what a great question. It felt like, and I, by the way, I'm gonna answer this question while acknowledging my own privilege. I am a cisgendered white man who's born and raised to middle-class parents in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. There is a lot of systemic injustice and systemic inequities that take place in the world that do not impact me and which I cannot speak with and do not, do not experience firsthand. Um, so while I am an ally and a vocal one at that, uh, I, I do so from a place of privilege and acknowledge of my own privilege as I'm accessing these kinds of conversations. So I guess the first thing is, let's listen to people who don't look like me. I think that's probably the first, that's probably the first way that we can start the conversation. It's one of the things I think that's great about this fundraising day. It's going to bring people from across all kinds of different identities, whether they're members of the LGBTQI plus community like me, maybe they're younger like I am, maybe they're older, maybe they are uh, members of racialized communities, maybe they're indigenous fundraisers, maybe they're fundraisers who are experiencing disabilities. I think that that's, a, that's, that's an exciting thing for us to continue to amplify voices like this within our own sort of the narratives of how we do these professional development moments. So it's not all just kind of echo chambers of the same ideas over and over again. That's gonna make us better fundraisers while also amplifying voices that have traditionally been underrepresented in these kinds of conversations. So that's a, that's a good first step, but it's just a first step. Um, we also need to, and, and something that I hope to address in my, in my uh, session is we also have to be really clear that still just a small percentage, a tiny percentage of philanthropic dollars are going to specifically targeted um, uh, initiatives that focus on underrepresented marginalized communities who experience systemic um, or um, overt oppression, um, both, both at home and abroad. I think we really need to be like, to be quite clear that we also need to champion uh, this within our own philanthropic conversations and encourage funders to look beyond just what is familiar to what is a little bit unfamiliar and how they can make real systemic change through investment of their philanthropic dollars. Um, that is of critical uh, importance, at least in my view. And the third thing is like as a member of AFP Toronto, one of the things I think that is still absolutely prevalent is that the higher up in organizations you get, the more homogenous the, 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 the representation becomes. That for many, 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 far too many organizations of the 85,000 registered charities that are in Canada that do fundraising, um, that the larger organizations with the higher paying jobs at the most senior level are still majority cisgender, majority white, and, and significantly overrepresented by men um, in a sector in which women take much more of the employment. So we need to absolutely disrupt and change that. That starts from the top uh, down. Um, it's something I'm proud. I think that the AFP Toronto board is, is really making meaningful steps to work towards. Um, but I think that that can also start with great conversations like we're gonna have on fundraising day too. 
That's wow. That's so insightful. I I agree. I'm really excited for fundraising day as well. I think we have yeah. a, we have an incredible lineup of speakers. Some really amazing sessions. I've been enjoying uh, doing these pre-interviews and hearing a sneak peek about what's uh, what's going to happen. Um, so my last question, I guess I will start off with saying, so fundraising day this year is hybrid. So we're going to be doing virtual and in person. I'm not going to lie. I am most excited about seeing people, um, really pumped about seeing people in person, but I'm also really excited about this great lineup uh, of speakers. So what about, what about yourself? What are you most excited for, for fundraising day? I'm, well, this is a really great opportunity. So fundraising day is actually going to be, I joined the AFP Toronto board in June of 2020. um, And I joined the AFP Canada board in December, 2019. And so I have sat on boards and and have been involved in various AFP conversations. I've got to attend webinars and conferences and Congress and all of these fundraising days. I've done these breakout groups with amazing fundraisers from all across the GTA and really all across Canada, and they've all been virtual. I have yet to shake the hand of a single person that I've spent like the last two years working with. And so the opportunity to change that uh, starts for me in in a month and 20 days, and I couldn't be more excited to put some names to faces um, to and to sort of see people from like more than maybe just the neck down. Uh, it'll be really great to be like, oh, I can shake, like you're here, you've got legs. Um, it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> oh, well, with that being said, cheers to meeting you in person. I will be there as well. And uh, looking forward to seeing everyone else as well. Thank you so much for your time and looking forward to seeing you on fundraising day. Thanks, Jennifer. I promise my alarm guy will not be joining me during this session. So I look forward to, I look forward to chatting with you all then. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.